Bonsoir, this is Shanna, your hostess, the best hostess. Hostess of, with the mostest. That's right, of Wellhouse Exorcism. I'm PJ. That's it. That's all you get. <laughs> I'm Ray. And I am Laura. Welcome back. It's so nice to see you. How was Florida? <laughs> it's been a while. It was an adventure. It it was great up until the hurricane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what it's like. But you know what? We we went through our first Florida hurricane. We had a hurricane party. Yes. It was a whole thing. Hurricane party. I like that. Yeah. No, seriously. Ray brought his uh, keyboard. Two guys had guitars. One guy had a tambourine. I saw yeah. the pictures on Facebook. Yeah, we, it was a little band. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was it a really lot of was. fun. It was, yeah. They were jamming. It was, it was a very nice community. <laughs> I gotta say. <laughs> I went to Florida to play with the guy with the tambourine. That's what During I a hurricane. During yeah. a hurricane. And I watched mean, the ocean get very, very angry. Yes. You know, actually, that's the reason why they stopped doing um, the residencies. They're not mandated for me anymore. Because every year since I've joined this program, they've had to cancel because of hurricanes. Every single one. Oh, my God. Well, do you know that when we were there in November, because it was November, which is theoretically past hurricane season, uh, it's the first November hurricane they had in 37 years. Just our luck. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was very uh, interesting. And the fourth hurricane, if I recall correctly, in November, like since they've been recording weather. That's true. Very rare. Mm, We're just lucky that way. You are. Extra you know, special. That Hayden last name. Oh, so good. On there. <laughs> All right. Well, we sit here today ready to finally talk about the Annabelle doll. Yes. We mentioned it back when we did the Crone of the Cat Skills because you want to discuss haunted dolls, but then you had to go off and be cool. And then last week you had to go to a chamber event because you're so popular and have some cool jobs in the world. Technically, we were volunteering. Yeah, sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Volunteer <laughs> at your local chambers of commerce, everyone. That's my mm-hmm. PSA. I'm very sad to say that um, it has been two days we posted the Hillview Manor episode on Facebook. Still no response from Carrie. So, Carrie, if you're listening, we would love to come to the Hillview <laughs> Manor. <laughs> Last week we sat here pretending that the uh, mic was her. And, and we he... would talk to the mic. I talked to yeah, the mic. Yeah, it was mostly PJ. <gasps> yes. Asking Carrie to let us come to a private tour. <laughs> Well, I think we tossed in, like, editing of their webpage, which yep. is probably offensive. And we also offered um, to pay 50 bucks. That's right. 50 yeah. extra dollars. For the interview. And we also buy all the gear from their gift shop, so they get more merch from us. So anyways, but for two hours, it's 450 bucks to just, like, have full reign of the place. To go on location. To do whatever you want for two hours. Ooh, wow. In this haunted manner. And you can bring all your equipment. Yeah, so I was thinking we could just like sit down in a hall and just record a, a podcast. You know, we're not That'd we would cool. Yeah. Uh we'd all pitch in money for it and everything. We wouldn't like do so, seances or try to contact them. We would just talk like we normally do. We'd just be doing it in a haunted house. Yeah, no Ouija boards. But Jack Osborne, uh he has a show called Paranormal Lockdown. They were there four days. They never left a hallway and one room is all they visited in this you know, huge retirement nursing home because they had enough activity in that hallway and that one active? room that they didn't have to go anywhere Isn't else. that crazy? <laughs> wow. So no fears. Well, let's do it. All right. Let's so do it. Wouldn't it be cool? It we would just, be really like, cool. need to... I don't know. I just need to get, like, the supernatural tattoo first, just in case. Yeah, it's true. You know? <laughs> bring your holy water. <laughs> yes. We said we're going to bring the St. Benedict crucifix, and he has the medallion. Just so in case. Gonna, yeah, we're going to, you know, mm-hmm. yes, you know, biblify it all. All right. So we're going to do Annabelle tonight. Uh, that came out wrong. We're going to discuss mm-hmm. Annabelle tonight. <laughs> I'm just going to, never mind. <laughs> yes. This, this must be the PG-13. Anyway. Cuddle with your doll? 
I don't have any dolls. Dolls freak me out. So I Dolls freak me out too. Hardcore. So I want to talk about that first, about dolls and why they freak us out. And then PJ is going to do a little thing because he did his own research this week. I got to say, I'm very proud of him. No microfishing needed to get some stuff on this table. Um, every week, microfishing just comes up now. It's just part of canon to our show. Um, and then we'll go into Annabelle property. Proper, proper, property. property. I'm tired, yo. <laughs> it has been. Listen, I've been I have been reading. Yeah, I know about. Well, property. it's hard to talk because, and I'm not kidding. I didn't tell you this yet. Yeah. I broke my molar on ice cream. What? <laughs> so you get hurricanes. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so our the local ice cream store down here, right? They yes. gave out free ice cream for our christmas in the parks thing and it was so cold and i mean it was like raw card but it was pumpkin chunk chocolate chunk cheesecake and the chocolate chunk was so hard that it cracked my molar so i had to go get it repaired tomorrow please tell so, me it was worth it um i stopped eating because i was so surprised but it was good up until that point <laughs> so yes i told my students today because I'm like tomorrow I'll only be here for half a day i'm like remember guys think of this positively you can do anything if you set your mind to it. You can even break your teeth on ice cream. <laughs> and they, they look to me and they go, is that toxic positivity, Mrs. Hayden? I go, maybe, but let's just go with it. <laughs> so, yes, I broke my tooth. So it's actually kind of hard to talk. I have like that wax stuff on my tooth. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, right now. <clears throat> anyway, so let's get this proper. All right. So it is not unusual to dislike dolls. Do you know why? They're creepy. Yes, but do you know why they're creepy? Because they mimic humans Aren't in a very creepy and there's unanimated way. There's a historical way? element where they've been used to like ward off so, yes, bad spirits, um, right? So the biggest thing you mentioned is they look like humans. The closer they look to humans, the more we're creeped out by them. If it's just like a cutesy, like Bratz doll, we're not creeped out by Bratz because they're so unusual. They're weird because they have big fat heads, but they're not humanistic, right? It's why the Robert Robert Zemeckis movies like Polar Express and uh, Christmas Carol are so freaking weird. And Beowulf. That's why I hate watching them. That's why you feel weird watching them. Or the movie Cats. Oh. That's terrifying. That's, for That's like reason. a horror movie. Yeah, in a different for a different reason, but it's because they're so weird looking. They're too realistic, but well, not, but not realistic and so, enough. But and so what's, I would consider them more anthropomorphic, right? Where they're like animals, but they take on, they have human... And like, that's yes. okay for us. But the closer you get to looking more like humans, the more we're disturbed, especially if they cannot get human faces correct. So like, if you have like creepy, like stuff like this going on from, and of course our, our viewers can't see this, viewers, listeners, um, like it freaks out because there's nothing happening behind those eyes, right? They're just kind of staring at you. Shanna's so, just doing the traditional head tilt creepy stare right now boogie boogie (laughs) it's also why when disney de-ages someone it looks wrong yes yep so there actually is a term for fear of dolls do you know what it is i do not i don't know what it is pediophobia oh i know it sounds wrong anyway it sounds wrong (laughs) um the fear of humanoid figures though is actually and i'm gonna try and pronounce this Atonomatonophobia? Yes. And then there's also poopophobia, which is a fear of puppets. I don't have a fear of puppets. That's not what I mm-hmm. thought it, that fear was going to be. <laughs> Poopy, yeah. <laughs> Poopophobia. I mean, yeah. you know, I, uh, well, 
self-explanatory <laughs> but like as you mentioned Ray, like we, we've had dolls <laughs> in our lives for a long time and we look they they have found them like four thousand years ago like just hidden like in these caves and stuff we've always had dolls because they've been playthings, right for children mm-hmm. if you had even a rice husk you could make a doll and they're cute then because you can't see the faces Right. Um, but what's really interesting is in the 1800s, and well, I should say late 1700s to 1800s, dolls took on a new job, which was to teach gender specificity. And it taught girls how to be women. So you think about it, if you have a cute little doll that looks like you and has your hair, because they would use human hair for dolls. I was just going to say yeah. that. That was a thing that they would like create little miniatures of their mm-hmm. children, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you got a mini Lala going on. Yeah. In some ways, I think that's even creepier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that dead doll stare to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, thank you. In some ways, I'm offended that I don't effigy. have this doll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an effigy. <laughs> what a great tagline. Are you sad? Do you need like a voodoo doll? Do you, do you get back at somebody? Well, um, but no. So it's order like, now. Order now for free payments of six six. Oh no, sorry. Um, so <laughs> I got off track. Um, but they would t- they, if you had a cute doll, you want to put clothes on it. So it taught girls, you know, not just take care of babies, but how to sew because you'd make clothes for your doll, right? So it taught that that gender specific norm. You didn't really buy dolls for boys, and if you did, they put their toys differently on purpose. So there's been quite a tradition of doll play. But if you look at dolls nowadays, they still exist. You can buy dolls that are like uber real. Have you seen these, like the newborn babies? Yes, they're so creepy. Yes. And so people are creeped out by that because they're like properly proportioned. They have the right eye look. Some even have like a, a real heartbeat and their eyes will flutter okay. like newborns. I do have to interrupt you though because mom, like, mom likes them. Oh, she yeah. thinks they're adorable. Think oh, they're yeah. the grossest yeah. things Why? in the whole world. She always has. The more realistic they are, ever since, yeah. She bought one that looked like Sophie when Sophie was a baby. <gasps> yes, yeah. I forgot. We called it the monkey one. It disappeared. It's somewhere in the house. Uh, no, we got rid of it finally. <laughs> Did we? Oh, it's oh. gone. Oh, okay. Then why is it right there? <laughs> <laughs> then she bought, was it, what was that boy Bobby or whatever? She bought another one. Mm-mm. That one also disappeared. We called them monkey babies. We made fun of them. They're weird. Yeah. <laughs> Not a fan. But we we actually see them as threats if, if they're too real life, like if they're too lifelike. But we have that creep factor. Actually, the word creepy comes from the 1800s, which is fun. And it came from the idea of like being uncanny. It's good. Um, we're pouring water. It's fine. It's, it's okay important to be, to be hydrated. Yes. I have to apologize for drinking good water. Anyway, but, like, that idea of being creeped out actually comes from the idea that they don't look normal, that they're staring off at something creepy. Even dolls, when you lay in the back of their eyes closed, that also freaks you out because that does, yes. that's not natural. Okay. You can lay I, a baby down, they're not going to close their can eyes. Can I just tell you that I literally had a friend in elementary school who had the classic, like, you'd lay in bed and right across from you was this, like, shelving unit Porcelain dolls. Porcelain <laughs> dolls with the eyes. I'm talking oh like a few dozen of them. It nope. was so many. And they're all in the dresses and they're just staring at you. Come play with us. Oh, <laughs> it was so creepy. Even, I don't think she even liked them, but I think they were, you know, gifts. And really? You can't that be good at them. So, and you went, <laughs> did you visit a lot? Not a lot. I was like, but, you know what? I'm good. I'm I'm okay. More. But her family also owned. Baby goats and miniature goats. No, no, they were milk goats. I'm so sorry, friend to Laura. So I will say that the goats kind of made up for the dolls because they're they're goats. My one friend owned goats and they they were the full size and they climbed up my car. Uh, Oh, so. 
happens. Different experience. <laughs> but I actually, um, during my research, I found a really cool article on history. Um, I'm going to say history.com, but it's called The History of Creepy Dolls. Take a trip to the uncanny valley and hope you make it back unscathed. Oh, by, yes, by Linda Rodriguez McRobbie. So it's actually interesting. She has a lot of research. But this one section I just found so amazing because she really discussed the idea of what creepy means and where it comes from. Because, again, it was an 1800s word. We didn't use it before that time period, which makes sense because, you know, gothic literature was a big thing. You know, Poe was... Wait, the big. word creepy? Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was that recent I word. learned That's that so cool. English teacher, I learned that in this article. So thank That's you, amazing. Linda. Yeah. Um, but it makes sense because gothic literature, right? Um, but anyway, I love this section she has here. It says, you can't talk about creepy dolls without invoking the, quote, uncanny valley, that unsettling place where creepy dolls, like their robot cousins, and before them, the automatons, reside. The uncanny valley refers to the idea that humans react favorably to humanoid figures until a point at which these figures become too human. At that point, the small differences between the human and the inhuman may be an awkward gait, an inability to use appropriate eye contact or speech patterns, become amplified to the point of discomfort, unease, disgust, and terror. The idea originated with Japanese roboticist Masashiro Mori's... I'm about to apologize. I feel like I should have Ray read this. (laughs) You're doing just great. Thank you. 1970 essay anticipating the challenges robot makers would face. Although the title of the paper, Bukimi Notani, is actually more closely translated as Valley of Eeriness, the word uncanny harkens back to a concept that psychiatrist Ernst Jenst, turn the page here, sorry, explored in 1906 and that Sigmund Freud described in a 1919 paper, The Uncanny. So I just think it's so true. Think about it. Like you watch all your scary movies nowadays when you have a creepy like ghost-esque figure. They kind of do like that twitchy thing, right? Yes. And so that like that not that awkward gait as they put it. And of course the dolls that stare off at nothing or you turn and then that porcelain doll is staring like into your soul. Mm-mm, girl, you in danger. Like that's that. <laughs> and nope. to, to quote Kyle, you in danger, girl. Um, so that's why I don't allow dolls in the house. Fun fact. Like, so Sophie had those two dolls gone. She tried buying one at a yard sale. Absolutely not. Um, she got a little itty bitty one. I'm like, no, it has glass eyes. Get that out of here. And a lot of her dolls have disappeared. She doesn't play them anyway. And she never really did. The only one I allowed in the house was a really cute cabbage patch doll because it's so not human like. They're oh, yeah. Cute. Cabbage patches are not. Yeah. yeah so that's... the more unhuman they look, the more happy I am to have them. She can have a baby Yoda anytime she wants one. <laughs> you go ahead. You can feed that baby Yoda. But those, uh, the porcelain dolls freak me out because I feel like their glass eyes are staring at me. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like a classic painting where the eyes don't, like, they just follow you. Yeah. Like, they're yes. always watching you wherever you stand. Somebody's watching me. <laughs> I always sing on here at some points. There you go. Um, so I just thought that was interesting. Now this article is, I mean, it's 15 pages. I really do suggest if you're interested in like dolls and like the idea of like where they come from and, uh, just the background of how they were created, how old they actually are, please read it. It was, it's just fantastic. And she also does some research and talks to people too about their fears of dolls. It's just fantastic. Um, but I don't want to bore you with like Jenst and Freud and Hoffman because not everyone's, you know, knows about psychology or really is interested in psychology and no surprise, surprise. What do you think Freud talks about? Well, how much surprise Freud? Surprise. <laughs> surprise Freud. <laughs> what do you think he talks about with the dolls? Are they, are they by any chance like a metaphor for their mother? Of course. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. What is, what, Holy that's a, cow. How did uh, you know? Mind I mean, blown. it's like a lottery I just yeah. won tonight. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's just a really, I mean, you can see how thick it is, but it's just, it's the history of creepy That's dolls. That's what she said. I was going to say that. <laughs> this is go not ahead, danger ahead. in dice, okay? <laughs> um, but it's just, so kudos to Linda Rodriguez McRobbie for actually doing a fantastic article, super researched, love it, and has lots of pictures of creepy dolls. Ooh, those are creepy. Ooh. Oh, she has pages and pages. You want to see some creepy dolls? Let's get creeped out. But, yeah. Look at them. Here's oh. them making baby doll heads. Oh, yeah. Our viewers yeah. can't, our, reader, our listeners can't see that. Yeah, you got to tag dolls. these on your, yeah, on your site here. The website. Yep. There's the creepy eyeballs, right? The, on the eyes that open and close. Actually, when she describes this, she's like, she thinks those are the creepiest ones because no baby closes its eyes when you lay it down. Their well, eyes always open back up. Lips are a little <laughs> strange, too. It's making. There's a hole there so you can feed it water so it'll pee. Huh. It's that doll. Yeah, did you have that one when you were a kid? I never did. The whatever. No, we Susan never had the pee poop diet. No, I babies. was the pee pee one. If, if I, I mean, to be, oh, that's terrifying. Mm. Um, oh. Yeah. I'm going to close up now. I'm serious. No, but I, I was never. Go away, you. I'm covering the dolls up over here. Sorry. Basically, really and truly, I was never, ever into baby dolls in any way, shape, or form. I mean, it's evidenced by the fact that I don't have any children, you know? Like, I was <laughs> not that sort of person who was like, oh, well, I want to, like, have a baby and, like, care for the baby and change the baby's diaper. Like, that's never been me. But, I mean, I know friends who were that person, and so, like, the idea of having a lifelike doll, I think, is part of the draw. I think especially as girls, that maybe that's the the draw. This yep. like you need to be this, a mini mommy. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you know, and hey, you know, like like Sophie, for example, well, was she has two her. younger brothers. Mm-hmm. Like she had real babies well, to play with. She didn't need a baby. <laughs> when at all. Eli was coming, she had to get rid of the "I'm the princess of the house" only child syndrome, <laughs> and the only she's the only girl still on you know for the Haydens. Mm-hmm. So we read Baby Deer every night. Thank God for Golden Leaf books. And then she had her cabbage patch doll, and she would burp Baby Deer. And feed baby deer. Eli came in the house. Heck no, it was not a baby. It screamed and she would steal his blanket and his binky. But, you know, we tried. We tried. We did. <laughs> That's kids for you. What can you do? What you but, you know, ironically, best. I do hate dolls. But when I was a kid, I loved Barbies. and I, oh, I love had... Barbies. That's different, though. Well, but, Why is that different? Because they're adults. You were a child yes. playing at adult. I, was, I mean, and I wasn't so an adult or a child playing at caring yeah. for a child. And they're, like yeah. Shannon just said, they're very cartoony. They yeah. are very cartoony, yeah. Um, but I had, the doll that I had growing up, his name was Bobby, um, because I'm guessing it's probably close to Barbie, but he was Bobby. And it's it was the, the, an 80s thing where, like, it was a newborn baby. Like, mm-hmm. legit. It came in a box and it had, like, a little, like, wristband on it that had, like, its name and everything. And it had, like, specific genitalia. Like, it had everything. It even had the, the newborn umbilical cord. That's... And it was disturbing all, all plastic yeah i know but i didn't like any other dolls because they were too fake i liked him because he was very real which is funny because then jack was born and i'm like get it out of here like <laughs> burn it with fire and i tried selling you were talking jack. about the doll or jack? no jack i want to get rid of him the oh. doll could stay uh no i actually tried getting rid of jack multiple times oh, like it was okay. terrible. the doll yeah. did not cry <laughs> and i still have bobby up in the attic actually yeah in no way does he freak me out which okay, you just, kn- now, see, I don't think I've ever seen Bobby. You need to at least post a picture of Bobby here. I on have your... three Bobbies now. Okay, now <laughs> this podcast took a turn, <laughs> FYI. I know, because well, I, I, I was at an auction, and there were two. There was a boy and a girl, and I go, oh, Mom, look, it's Bobby. But not because my Bobby, like, I had colored on, and, like, he he looked like he was owned by a little kid. Like, hey, he looks rough. Okay, can so I just interrupt to say. I have a boy and a girl and another boy. That Ray has a term for what you just described. 
No, you say it. It's full on Hayden. Oh yeah, absolutely <laughs> full on Hayden. I went, but I have one, but I went and I bought two more, one of each gender. Yeah, I, I wasn't playing with dolls anymore. I literally bought it at an auction because of that leg reminiscence. Like, oh, and I actually bought it for when I knew I'd have kids. Like I was 14 when I bought them. Like I remember where I bought them when I bought them. And then it just broke me that Sophie was never interested in using them. See, but that's actually like kind of my point though. That um that is kind of my point in the term, that, especially as girls, that we're taught to be mothers and we're mm-hmm. taught to, like, have these baby dolls and, like, and to care for them and all the things. And then, like, even as a mother, like, you want to also pass that on to your children, especially fact, your daughter. Ten years later when I had Sophie and we took her to go buy a present at one point, she bought wooden cars from Melissa and Doug. And I'm like, yeah, girl, breaking those stereotypes. <laughs> so I changed in ten years. <laughs> Yes. No, but and I, I'm no surprise that she like yeah. dresses dresses grunge and like doesn't wear like her hair up and doesn't wear dresses anymore. Like, don't bother with any bows. She will not put them in her hair. I'm not surprised. Oh, if, she's going through phases. Because, yeah, like, it was me. she was the girliest girl for a long time, oh, and I think gosh. part of that was her too. Like, she was mm-hmm. so excited for the makeup and the mm-hmm. heels and all of the things, yep. and 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 now she's excited to try something new, and that's that's she awesome. Likes comfy. She likes sweaters. That's a Sweat smart pants. girl. I know. This is where she takes after me. That's right. <laughs> so to keep going with the history yes. of dolls, so let's I, I want to talk about here. a um an a doll that was deliberately made creepy. Mm. So yeah, here's PJ's <clears> one of the earliest deliberately creepy made dolls. You can buy it now as a recreation. Wait, seriously? This is Lily. Oh. I saw that. <laughs> Wait, that's its actual face? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me just... I can't. It okay. looks like Annabelle, yeah. right? Uh, like the, the movie Annabelle. Okay, wait, wait, wait. For our, for our listeners, so this will be tagged as a photo. Yeah, we'll have a picture of okay, it on, we'll, online. Yeah. Okay, we need to describe this. On our Facebook page. So... <laughs> How do you describe that? <laughs> okay, so picture a doll that then you've painted white with yellow eyes... And black irises and a black like the nose. The dark too. <laughs> yeah. And a black and black lips. And then just take black paint and make it look like a porcelain doll that you've cracked on the sidewalk. So now it has all these black okay, lines. I'm sorry, across can, I, of it. can I cut you off? It looks like Annabelle plus Beetlejuice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The end. Like but that's Annabelle. Is a Raggedy Ann No, doll. no, the movie. No, the movie. Oh, the movie I've version. never seen the movie. Oh, there's oh. a picture of it. a picture of it. Right okay. There. The bottom there's, of that page right there. Here you go. Here's a picture of her in the movie. Oh, okay. So it looks like Annabelle. <laughs> from the movie. From the movie, not Annabelle the Ragdoll. It definitely looks like Annabelle from the movie. So anyways, it was made it's like creepy. that deliberately. Uh, to ward off evil spirits, to frighten things away. Okay. And it is modeled after Elizabeth Bowtery. Mm-hmm. What? The Countess Dracula. Yes. Mm-hmm. Really? That's what got me thinking about the origin of dolls. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> right? I mean, that, like... is, that is not a term I thought I would hear out of you. Oh, Sometimes the Countess I lie awake at night. <laughs> I constantly <laughs> <like> dolls. <laughs> <laughs> so how there was old something is retro about that doll. <laughs> I uh, just knew it. I feel like if I Lily say goes Lily back to the sixteen hundreds. Really? The original Lily. Wow. But you can get this one in like three days. <laughs> yeah. If you order now. Of course. For three installments <laughs> of six oh. The 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 website, they're like, put it on your porch. <laughs> put it in your window. Oh I know, I know. <laughs> Halloween is coming Put the a morning. Santa hat on Lily. <laughs> It'll ward off the Mormons. Oh. Okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Why didn't Santa have the cookies and milk? 
More for me. <laughs> Can I just Why say... Why is there a reindeer on our room? <laughs> I don't know. I don't really? Know. Well, <laughs> not again. <laughs> You Such pots. a stinker. <laughs> I mean, okay, can I just Only say... Is missing. <laughs> I, I know the elf on the shelf is a thing, but let's oh, be Lily. real. Uh, Lily, Lily, Lily on a... Dilly? Whatever. Like, what are you she, on? Doesn't matter. She's going to keep your kids in line. <laughs> <laughs> Those kids are not going to cross Lily If ever. you're bad. Yes, if Lily's you're bad. Gonna show up in your room. It's like Lily on a furnace. <laughs> Lily on a lily pad. I don't know. Only $30 and Lily can be yours. Aww. Oh, really? 401 in stock. Wait, is this <laughs> Lily? Wait. The haunted doll. Just type in Lily the haunted doll. I like how we're all looking this up right now, looking oh. for this doll. <clears throat> Kyle, since you're listening, obviously, you might want to buy a Lily doll just for uh, Jen for her birthday. Yeah. You'll get in time for her birthday because it's, you know, December 24th. So shout yeah. out. That'd be a great birthday present for her. All right. Wow. Anyway... So, with that being said, he, that is a famous doll. So, uh, I also found this large two-part article from River City Ghosts. The author is uncredited, just as blogger. Uh, so, it could be a trash yeah, article, but, but <laughs> it's got some cool But fun. it's um, The History of Haunted Dolls, parts one and two. And uh, the guy, it's really neat because it's f- told from so- a complete non-believer. Like, this guy thinks it's garbage straight up and down, you know? So I, th- I thought it was really neat to hear, like, a straight historian's perspective on where haunted dolls come from and all that. And uh, long story short, it starts with just people looking in- at their own reflections and realizing that we all look different from each other. Yeah. And from there, start making stick figures and drawing cave paintings. <laughs> And I can draw that, that that sense of like um, being unique and everything, and then that leads to making dolls, and it eventually ends up in Egypt, you know, as the basis of mm-hmm. dolls, where they Pirates, had a god right. for everything, and a lot of those gods caused a lot of mischief. So if you wanted to get that god to stop messing with you, you had to make sure you knew its name so you could talk to it. And what better way to teach kids the gods' names? Toys. <laughs> Gotta collect them now, all. Here comes Bob, and Bob's gonna kill Joe. <laughs> and so, yeah, they had toys of all the gods and everything. And those dolls then had power because they were representations of gods. But then, because they're representations of co- gods, the existence of these toys in your home might bring about mischief because they were in your house now. So people would carve wooden animals, you know, usually predators, to scare away bad things. Hence the teddy bear, because they would carve wooden bears to scare things away. Or, you know, lions or whatever. Um, and that would later evolve into stuffed bears and things like that. Uh, I own lots of bears, fun fact. <laughs> and dogs. And other stuffed animals. And then in China... Just not so much dolls. <laughs> in China and other Eastern religions, they believed that you could be, become attached to these dolls... And your essence would be imbued with them, and you would live on through them, just through your life force being with it for so long. And oh, what Laura mentioned before, like you know, imbuing some of the power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or in Western cultures, residual energy being, yep. you know, imprinted onto something, uh, and that brings about the ideas of haunted dolls and everything, with this life force being in them. And then Hollywood comes about. Twilight Zone has their haunted doll episode talking 
Susie or something like that. <laughs> I forget what it was. Really? Sleep time Susie? Something. Sleepy time Susie. Sleepy I think time it Susie. Was. But there, yeah, so there was that. Uh, there was Twilight Zone. There were all all kinds of like haunted doll things in the 60s and stuff like that. And from there, it's just been a part of our cult- culture forever. Well, yeah, Annabelle was 1970. So. Yep. Well, that is. And so that's a, a lot, like, that is a super paraphrased thing because this is a two part thing and each part is like seven pages long. I want a bear now. <laughs> Like a wooden bear or a real no, bear? No, a stuffed or... bear. A fluffy bear. I want to hug it. I didn't know if you just were looking to share something. Like you wanted to bear. Oh, no. Bear um, witness. <laughs> not live on a podcast. Okay. <laughs> People would have to use their imagination. Yes. But you mentioned um, different dolls. So I have the face for a podcast. You do. It's very nice. Anyway, I love you. Moving on, um, I thought it'd be fun to talk about some other haunted dolls before we hit Annabelle proper. So there was one thing I'd like to hit though. Go before, ahead. Because something that PJ mentioned, and I'm just curious to know. Are you buying the Beetlejuice doll? No. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. Because Kyle add to cart. But um, I guess my question is: Are you familiar with Calliope, who was? If I'm remembering this correctly, and that's what it's I was just It's a beautiful sort of, thing that you make music out of. Well... Spin it like Calliope Skuros is a character in Otherland. That, oh, that's, so that's not the thing that you look through and there are colors. No, Calliope is that that's box a kaleidoscope. you spin. Ooh. Yes, you, spin, you have a handle <laughs> and you crank it. It's a Calliope. So... It makes music. Really Calliope cool. was actually a muse, but yes, like that's why, why call the Calliope. Right, right. And But what's coming up to mind is like the idea, like, okay... Full disclosure, supernatural fan here. Good girl. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but in Supernatural, Calliope was kind of like a tulpa, where there's this collective belief in something that gives it power. And a part of me is almost wondering, could that be an explanation for haunted dolls? How it wasn't a thing until, like, Hollywood right. got a hold of it. Well, and... not, not even just that, but, like, if I've made a little, like, I'm in the 1800s and I know that, like, birth rates are super low and that children making it into adulthood is super low and now I've cut my daughter's hair and I've sewed it into this doll's head and I've made a little mini recreation of my, and then she dies, am I then going to think, okay, my daughter is now inhabiting this doll? Well, and you know what? There is belief that all body parts should be buried with you in in certain religions, right? Right. So they can't be at rest if their hair is a part of the doll. Right. That's very true. But that's sort of my point is like this whole idea like and if you and your husband and your other children all believe that this doll is now housing the spirit of this other child. A demonic something in your house, right? Whether it's a daughter, a demon, something possess a thing, but they can be attributed to it, right? I mean, they can possess an effigy, in, as well, it were, or during, like some during, sort of yeah, simulacrum. I mean, we'll get into that. Okay, too. but I think that's the question. Like, we're making a lot of presumptions. We'll like, a, I mean, like, I'm not, I'm a, not a demon, and I, if I were, I probably wouldn't be sharing my secrets. That's but. true. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> what do I know? In three easy steps. I'll show you how. <laughs> Would you like to For do three delicious payments? So, so much of this podcast sounds like an infomercial, guys. Just to let you know. We'll, we'll tell us on the infomercial for Annabelle Lee. You order now. <laughs> Kyle named his own episode, so you can name yours too. Did you see so, the title for Kyle's? No. Mm-hmm. I'm Kyle's so removed on the naughty list. Uh oh. 
Oh, no. Because he kept saying, you're a naughty boy. Because he kept talking about Ouija boards. I'm like, because you're a naughty boy. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. It came out wrong initially, but then, you know. Carl's on the naughty list. So it okay. works. Yeah, Christmas time. Anyway, so, you know, we're, we're going to discuss Annabelle, which is, like, huge because you have the conjuring. We know the Chucky doll. Um, We know the Robert doll, which is what we're going to do with Owen. But there are lots of other haunted dolls. So one is Okiku, which I find very interesting. Here is a picture of her for you guys to see. That's when she had her nice little bowl cut, if you will. Her hair is still growing. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. the biggest story with Okiku is, sorry, Okiku, is that um, she was made in 1918. So she predates Annabelle. Okay. And, like, to this day, um, that she's been passed down to different family members because her hair won't stop growing. So it's like she's alive. I mean, God bless those family members. <laughs> I'd be throwing that thing on a fire. But that's, you know, to each I their know. own. Another one is a different Lily. She's very creepy looking. There's Lily. It's like Lily meets... The yeah. grudge, but less black like yeah. lines I on her see face. Her floating to like get your soul. It's like yeah, young Winona Ryder or a porcelain doll yes. from like Beetlejuice. Exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's yeah, floating. Um, now, guy is always popping up on my podcast. Hey, but Lily is currently owned by Zach Bergens in this haunted museum. He's a collector, um, then. Hmm, he's something. Anyway, we've decided if we talk about him enough, he's just going to like materialize in the room. <laughs> What's his name again? Say it again. If you say it three times, three times, <laughs> three yeah. times, he Kinda or like one of his dolls will appear. <laughs> <laughs> the last time it was like, is there a haunting in the house? I'm like, yeah, Zach Baggins, he's right here. Haunting wait, 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 Baggins? Yes, but Baggins? not a good kind. My joke is always not the good kind. B a g a n s. Yeah, Baggins. No, no relation Bagans. to Bilbo. Not Bilbo. Not Frodo. Okay, no. it's Bagans from now on. Bagans, yeah, Bagans. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so this Lily character is interesting because um, she was first found in an antique shop. Um, a little customer's girl came in, talked to the doll for three hours, and said that Lily was a little girl that she'd be she'd been subjected to extreme violence and stuff. So like crazy. Stuff. Wait, stuff there at that doll. The doll? Did you say... Oh, well, she's been imbued with the child spirit. And the child, Ooh. when she was alive, was... Suffered extreme pain. Um, moving on. Zach owns it, so it's probably totally fake. But did anyway, you say... Wait, yeah, you said a little girl is talking to this doll for three, was three hours? To for three, yeah. Where were the parents? Right. Like, did you forget that... Oh, where'd Sophie go? Oh, I don't know. Did the shop no, serve know. wine? I mean, I know. seriously. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> we can't find... But here's her little doll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, my favorite is Robert the doll, which I'm not sure if you've heard Love about him. Love Robert! Why? Because the podcast. Lore. Lore. Lore podcast, yes. Another show. Every time we're shouting out to these different podcasts. Love Lore. So we'll talk about Robert the doll differently. Love him. Um, Ruby's an interesting one. She's a beautiful porcelain doll. Mm. Look at those rosy shiny. cheeks. Shiny. Very shiny. Do we yes. call that beautiful? Mm. I mean, out she of all the dolls. She moves place to place, Yes. Um, so it says Crafted that, nicely. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Her previous owner dolls. said she had originally belonged to a little girl in the family who died while holding the toy. And then following that tragedy, she was passed from family to family, you know, generation to generation kind of thing. Um, but they, ex- people experience overwhelming feelings of sadness and sorrow when they're near Ruby. Mm-hmm. And the last sad. one, this is a guy from Australia. He found this, uh, <laughs> doll huh? named Letta, short for a Letta me out. No joke. In Australia, I'm not kidding. Um, <laughs> it's just crazy. Are you sure it's not inflatable? <clears throat> no. 
Okay. Oh, I'm also, also, he lives in Wagga Wagga, Australia. I just need to go to Australia one time because the places they have and the songs they have. We like, should do a podcast in Australia. In Australia. With Letta Meow. I know. And the um, dingoes. And the dingoes. The so wait, flight wait, wait. there must be terrible okay. there. So, so Walton. must be a long flight <laughs> to get there. Well, but I don't think you have to fly it all at once. No, it, it, there'd be a... Uh, Stops. Like, hey, you gotta get fuel in the plane. (laughs) Gosh, it's gotta be a long trip. Walton told the the Warwick Daily News, I reckon he walks in the nighttime. We came in here as a new house, and I've never heard so many strange things in my life. Um, But he's found scuff marks on his floor. He's found objects mysteriously moved, um, which is interesting. But now he has his own Instagram page for Letta. Okay, I do have a question, because I'm I'm only seeing this, this particular picture of Letta. And it's only her head. Is there more to Letta? Is um, she a whole body? Because she's like full, like it's a full size person head. Excuse me, Letta identifies as a he. Oh. And this is human hair. Oh, wow. Wait, oh, that's a he. Yes. Letta, he was discovered beneath the house. Oh, pardon us. Oh. He, yes. Sorry, Letta. Yeah, yeah, he looks like a cranky middle aged woman, but you know. I know, going through a very <laughs> specific kind oh, of change. Oh, wow. That, there's a. <laughs> Are you are you on his Instagram? No, page? I, I think just pulled up a picture. I, I think Letta's so suffering from a full from body of Letta. Yeah, find that underneath. Bam! Yeah. There he oh. is. That is so much oh. more disturbing. You buy a new house, you find that under your front porch steps. Okay, so yeah. that for our listeners who are not seeing this, it. Picture a leprechaun with a really <laughs> large right, nose. Yeah. Yes. yes, dressed up as a Quaker for Halloween. <laughs> Yes, and long yes. dark hair. Oh, poor Probably Letta. Probably with an Australian accent. Yeah. Yes. My That's name terrifying. is Letta. 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 All right. Our New Zealand listener, feel free to make fun of this puppet as much as you want. We have a New Zealand listener. Yeah, and oh, tell the good awesome. news about Games Overboard. Games Overboard. Uh, in terms of podcasts under the games category, is number 17 in Finland. In Finland! I know! You're international! I That's love so the exciting! Finish. I love the Finnish That's note. amazing. It's the Finnish <laughs> line. <clears throat> but while House and you've of crossed it. says I have crossed it. <laughs> but the most, the most, um, like, elite, the, per- the one that you guys listen to the most out there, well, House Exorcism. This is Ooh. by far This is our most listened most to. Listened to. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, there is, you know, like Ray and I are here. I know, of course, it's because so. of our great guests that we have on. <laughs> it's not to do with the content Speaking at all. Of, before we go into Annabelle proper, I would like to segue into a brand new segment for Wellhouse Exorcism that we are calling, do you remember the title of it? Kyle's Creepy and Uncanny Thoughts? Close enough. <laughs> yes. I like it. I like, like it. <laughs> yes. Creepily Uncannily Thoughts? Ooh, Creepily Uncanny Thoughts. Yes. So Kyle has been messaging PJ after every Wellhouse Exorcism episode, which is why we brought him on the the episode that he was on, because he just shows such an interest. But he always has thoughts about our previous week's episodes. So he has thoughts on it. But we we want to introduce him first, so, so go ahead. I made I made an so, intro. So this is kind of like um, shower thoughts, but this is creepy thoughts by Kyle. Ooh. I think one of the people. I thought it would be a good idea if we turned Shannon into the the girl. I thought it would be a good idea if we. I thought I thought it would be a good idea. I thought I thought it would be a good idea if we turned into the the girl from Ringu. This is bad. This is really bad. It's Amuija. 
like <laughs> I'm pretty sure that each of those individuals, I think, I think, I think, were all different. PJ sat for half an hour to build that. Kyle, we love you. It's amazing. It's I know. Flipping amazing. I know. FYI. I love I'm it. Dying. How long did it take for you guys to know that you had something there? You know what I mean? Something like, special. You know, wow, that's like, perfect. Like, do you know how some people have, like, a thing that they just say after, like, every line? Like, you know what I mean? Okay. You, you know what I mean? So, actually, he doesn't say that a lot. He doesn't That's know. the same I think. Over and over, and then like it took me distorted. A little it took bit me a while to find those are f- only four different clips. Wink. But <laughs> oh, it came to me yesterday driving home, and, and he- I'm like, I called Shanna. I'm like, all right, so <laughs> I'm not, ho- I'm not even close to being home yet, but I have this idea. <laughs> so I'm like, oh great, I'm gonna continue. Brilliant, <laughs> love it. And so then I was like, um, I don't want Kyle to be in charge of our podcast. It's my podcast. I don't want this because it's, it's mine. Like, this is my baby, you know? And then I was like, okay, now I'm being selfish. <clears throat> and I was like, you know what? It actually would work out if we give him, like, a little segment. Because he always has such interesting comments. And he, he gives to only to PJ, not to me. So, Kyle, I know you're listening because I've edited this podcast. Kyle, now. it's her podcast. Send me messages. <laughs> I know, uh, whatever, fine, talk to your boo, I don't care. Um, so we've actually, we're going to actually have him come and record his shower thoughts here and there, too. Um, so oh, wait, wait, wait. <coughs> creepy thoughts, not shower thoughts. I was, I was going to say. I was I just like, like, wait, where did that I come mean, from? I know, is this going to be creepy like... Creepy thoughts with Kyle, shower I, I, thoughts with Kyle. I, I, you you can get, the, like, the, you know, the, the, the water proof I could make speakers that sound. Microphones, but it's just, yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So anyway, that'll be his music, and we'll we'll have him every week on here. Beautiful. In some way. <laughs> so, but he sent PJ a message. So PJ's going to read Kyle's comment this week. Okay. This first one he sent in after the Crone of the Catskills went live. And he said, listening to the Crone podcast, I think it might be an attempt at a binding. Africans have similar nails, uh, nail filled dolls to bind illness or bad luck, etc., to an ancestor spirit. Old powwow folk medicine would have you drive nails into the ground to bind and wither a sickness. I think someone bound the dark spirit to the doll with nails and the rope, like a witch, and left it in the cave so the spirit couldn't follow them back home. It's a form of powwow exorcism. Powwow practitioners used to capture dark spirits and release them into the hills, stones, etc., Back home, we have Hexenkopf Hill. Supposedly, it was one of these places where they used to release the spirits after the exorcisms. So there you go. So neat, Kyle's uh, thoughts. Neat theory about the crone of the cat skills. What's your thoughts on that? Because you were here for that one. Yes, and I, I am actually familiar, too, with the Hoxen... Hexenkopf. Hexenkopf Hill. Yeah, it's, I'm familiar with that story a bit. It's a really interesting story, actually. Um, Not much to say, right? Kyle just hit, the, hit it on the I, head. He, he really he did. I like it. in the eye. Oh! Boom! Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean... Be here all night. He nailed it. He, he nailed it! it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's so true. It's, um... When you think about uh, the... I, I don't want to call them like American superstitions because they're so old world yeah. that were brought 
to America. Well, so we're it's so this eclectic mix. in America too. Like we it's know true. we're just all the we're this hodgepodge of religions. Yeah. Right, right, and and it, it, each one kind of builds on the other. And mm-hmm. I, I do, I think that 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 really captures a lot of the. I mean, like, I still call it superstition, even though, like, I've dealt with some mm-hmm. stuff personally, yeah. I still would call it superstition. But, I mean, it's not to say it doesn't have value or weight. Yeah. So that's yeah. Kyle's first creepy thought. Love it. Here's his other... Now, you have to, like, have listened to The Hill of the Manor to really understand this comment. But here's his second. So you're going to get a twofer this okay. week. Okay. very exciting. I, I don't really believe in child spirits, child ghosts. Um, if something, if you move into a house and you start seeing, you know, a a ghost child hanging around the house, that's not a kid. That's, that's something trying to convince you that it's safe. Um, you know, come, come play with me, Danny. You know, like the shining, it's like, it's like they're, it's trying to get you to engage. It's trying to entice you and make you think like, I'm benign. I'm innocent. I won't hurt you. I can never hurt you. I'm just a little kid. But little kids don't have unfinished business. Little kids don't, you know, they, oh, the kid died unexpectedly. Like I would, I would think after like a couple hundred years, you know, you're dead. You know, you've gotten, you've gotten the gist. So the idea that a little kid is still hanging around, no, a little kid wants to move on, you know, and go to like heaven, you know? Um, if it's, if it's presenting itself as a little kid, it's cause it, it wants something from you. It wants engagement and it wants to draw you in and you need to, you need to just say, nope, no, thank you. Uh, and either you need to tell it to leave or you need to leave that situation in that environment. Um, cause that, that ain't no kid. Um, That's his other thing. But I have to agree in a way with that because, you know, when the exorcist priests were here, they said, you know, the demon's going to be whatever you want it to be to make it seem like more safe, more trustworthy. Approachable, yeah. And so children tend to be approachable. Although for me, mm -mm. if I hear a little kid voice, I'm going the other way. You can stay down there, girl. You can play with your doll. I don't care what you got. Do you know what really creeps me out? Children that are just too adult, if that makes any sense. (laughs) <laughs> you know the ones that don't act like children yes yes the um, ones that are just those are gifted kids and i work with them every single day okay <laughs> i don't think those are the kids he's talking about i know I no. know. <laughs> like the damians the ones that kind of yeah the ones that really have lo- like lived through oceans of time or something like that yeah like they're gold souls yes mm-hmm. agreed they're probably you know possessed. yeah you know so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Nothing to worry about. <laughs> the good news is all three of my kids are definitely kids. Although Alex, I don't know, he could be a demon. <laughs> it's early. It's early to say. <laughs> Give another year, see what happens. All right, so let's actually get into Annabelle now. I feel like Huzzah! Yeah, it's been a while, but you know what? It's nice to have you back. And it was nice to learn about haunted dolls because this website is or this sorry, this podcast is about that as much as it is about learning about Annabelle. So what do you know about Annabelle? She's Raggedy Ann doll. She is, yes. Like, legit. And she's creepy AF. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's awesome. And she's true. the inspiration for Chucky. Yes, and the story met... Is that actually true that she's the inspiration for Chucky? I think it's Robert. Is... It's oh, a Robert 19... Robert. Yeah, it's a 1970 story, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. because a girl mm-hmm. couldn't be an inspiration for Chucky. <laughs> Well, Robert literally had a knife in his hands yes. one night. Like, okay. Well, that's fair. You heard yeah. the lore podcast. I mean, I'm just saying. But That was years ago. 
but yeah, but yeah, Annabelle, um, I'm, I'm interested to learn more. I and know, I, I, I feel know like I know enough to be, to be dangerous, but not enough to actually comment well at this point. Unfortunately, there's not a lot from what we can see. Cause like everything that exists from Annabelle is from the Warrens and, uh, and so they're like a- anything from that website from the Warren's website is just kind of repeated on other websites. So it's very limited. There's, yeah, there's Fun not a fact, lot there. I just learned that because I can I remember reading in my research that Chucky was not inspired by any of these dolls, even though we're all creeped up. <laughs> <laughs> Say again. I just found out online here that um you know I remember Chucky not being inspired by Annabelle or by Robert the doll because that's like a common misconception. He was actually inspired by the My Buddy dolls in the eighties conglomerate. <gasps> my yeah, buddy, from Hasbro. Yeah. yeah. So, my but, buddy, you know, my buddy. you could make I remember the that yeah, you could make the fight that any of these dolls. Really Isn't he called Little Buddy in those movies? Because well, you think about it too, like all dolls creep us out, right? So I think that's like one of our innate fears: the doll attacking us, especially if they look too like realistic. Although, if you look at Annabelle, look at this Raggedy Ann doll. Mm. I couldn't imagine her hurting me. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I don't had, know. There's I had something a sinister doll. in her eyes and her smile. Also, with regard to this story, I would never be the Donna type. <laughs> Which, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, like, and we'll right, go into no. that. I guess we'll yeah. go into that a little bit. Like, no. Well, and I'm Honey not going to buy no. Sophie a doll when yeah, she I'd graduates college. Uh-huh. Like, what is the what is this? Like, buying your kid a doll when you graduate college. Like, that's just messed up. Laura <laughs> said the same I did. thing. Like, mom, when I want you to have my student debt, actually. Could you do that mm-hmm. instead? Yeah, can you scare away those obligations? Yeah, please. Um, I have a haunt, and the haunt is uh, a loan that will never pay off. I mean, I guess you could argue that maybe, like, this mother did give her a moneymaker. That is true. So but she gave it to the warrants, what... I think, for free. So. Oh, well, that... Unless she got paid for interviews. Well, that just means it was a poor investment. We get ahead of ourselves. All right, so who wants to tell the story of Annabelle the early days proper? Sure. I can. Well, go, go ahead. ahead, honey. If and you want, do you want me to read... Or do you want me to paraphrase? Paraphrase away. So paraphrasing, um, in 1970, uh, the nursing student's mother gave her a Raggedy Ann doll. Now, something I didn't realize is when I hear Raggedy Ann doll, I think of like, Right, like ones, you know, little yeah. little thing like ten inches tall or so. No, no, no. This thing is I huge. Had one. She was three feet tall. The one Jeez, I had. Jeez, yeah. I had, a, I had a cheapo like yeah. um, Hills knockoff Raggedy Ann doll. Loved her. She was like yeah. my size. Because Sophie has a Raggedy Ann and Andy doll from these two going to Ireland. Yeah, mm. and they're they're little that. fellas. They're little, little things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This totally this thing is gigantic. Uh. Yeah, no, seriously, we had one growing up. I mean, I don't know how old it was. I assume it was Jen's, our older yeah. sister's. And um, the thing was two and a half, three feet tall. Like, yep. it was big. Yep, love them. Yeah. I, and I had the Hills knockoff, and yeah, I loved her. She was great. So anyway, um, not only was she bought by her mother, right, so get that. Yeah. Um, the doll began to move around the house. At first, she just, like, thought it was just, like, changes in position, but then it was in different rooms. And <laughs> she's like, wait, hold on. This is crazy. Because when you toss her on your bed, and then she's, like, sitting in the living room, we're going to have a conversation. But then it got, like, worse, where she would find notes scribbled um, from this doll, and it would say things like, help us, or help Lou. And Lou is the unfortunate soul that is, like, attacked later. 
Um, and I really like that these messages were written A in crayon, B on parchment paper. She didn't own either of these things as a <laughs> nursing student. <laughs> So where did the crayons and parchment paper come from? She's not very sure. Yeah. I'm just going to say, Annabelle has style. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Can I just say that? Like, <laughs> yep. this, this, this Annabelle mm, knows what she's but doing. But, like, later she finds blood dripping out of this doll. Like, and again, it's a Raggedy Ann doll. That would freak me out. I really like how sometimes the doll would be found cross-legged on the couch with its <laughs> arms folded. <laughs> Hi, guys. Oh. Day. Really? <laughs> oh, I did. Re- but I, I it's funny because I read that, but I tried to imagine like what that would look like. A raggedy Ann like, doll. Is that, is that like a basic instinct sort of thing? Where it's just kind of like, at which point I'm like, the, the, the so, legs cross like, the other no, way. No, no, this is the worst gift ever. <laughs> or is this like you came home late and mom's there like, explain yourself like what what kind is it like hi guys yeah. or is it like you're yeah. in trouble like i want to know what kind of cross or is it, it yeah true. or is it like here instead from basic instinct what's yeah. the atmosphere we yeah. need to know i know um but what's interesting too is like in the beginning too it says here that um she called a medium and the medium said she was talking to the doll of course and they were talking to a spirit of a seven-year-old girl named annabelle higgins and um this girl had been found dead at seven years old in donna's apartment complex which is just sad. So for that, Donna's like, oh, okay, it's fine. No, honey, to quote Kyle, you endanger girl. Get yeah. your best run. All right. FYI, like, you know. never say to any spirit or anything that is not currently alive. Oh, that's fine. You can live with me. No, 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 no. No, yeah, you. They are supposed to move on to the next phase. Do not say. It's not a stray. (laughs) Not a stray kitten. Not a stray kitten. Can we keep it? No. No. (laughs) Put that back where you found. I swear to God. (laughs) All right. So, do you know what happens next? Nothing good. Nothing good. Do you want to take it away? Me? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we've got the haunting. And so I did read a little bit of this. So basically, Donna, after telling this Annabelle, this murdered child, yeah, of course you can stay, you poor little creature. Um, Well, guess what? Donna has a friend named Lou. And I don't know. Are they roommates? I know that Lou's there a lot. Lou's there. We're not going to question. This is the 70s, okay? So, I, I thought he was, like, a boyfriend. I, it, the yeah. way he's always, like, just around, even though he hates this thing. Like, mm-hmm. a regular friend would not... Unless, I'd be like, you can come to my place. In <laughs> college, you get to save money by rooming with friends, okay? At any rate, Lou is in the picture. And Lou is, like, very actively anti-Annabelle. And is like, this doll is evil. And... Apparently, Annabelle takes some... Yeah, umbrage with this. You know, it's very like, you know, um, I have a problem with you calling me evil because then. (laughs) How dare you? Lou (laughs) wakes up in the middle of the night. Oh, this is. Can you imagine? Because. Yes! I mean, when you get right down to it, like. She's trying to sleep. Yeah, like. It's just like. Here's Lou just hanging out one night and he spotted the doll at the foot of his bed. And I I think this poor guy probably had like sleep paralysis, which is like the worst. Knock on wood. I've never had it. Oh, really? I don't think so. Not that that I'm aware of. Uh, You know, it's 
Well, it's a whole different thing. I had it in a dream that I was dreaming. I was dreaming. It was the thing. What? Very, yeah. My brain. A dream within a dream. It was very Inception. (laughs) My brain. But um, that's the only time I've ever experienced it. But poor Lou apparently was experiencing some kind of sleep paralysis or something was happening because this doll is floating up from his feet and he cannot move, and the doll begins to strangle him. Imagine a Raggedy Ann doll With strangling you. cotton hands? <laughs> I mean, know. it sounds horrific, but if it were filmed, I mean, <laughs> like, that would be a lot. I'm like, is this real life? You can understand why they didn't do Raggedy Ann doll in the yeah, movie. No, I know. <laughs> That's true. Gotta change that to plastic. It kind of reminds me of something like an outtake from Team America. Yeah. Like something that didn't quite... Make. Oh, this is terrible. And now, like, our dolls are going to come and attack me tonight. But, like... That's why I don't have any to begin with. Or the yeah. scene from Elf where the raccoon attacks him and he's just holding a stuffed animal to his head. Yes. So poor Lou is being strangled. She's acting. <laughs> Lou is being strangled by a raggedy and doll, which has got to be a really super weird experience when the you reflect point on in your it. life. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I mean, like, and I, I guess, again, I assume sleep paralysis or something because, like, it's a raggedy and doll. You can throw that shit away from you, but he does not. And instead, he blacks out, does not wake up until the next morning. At least he woke up, you know? Yeah, there's that. Yeah, I, there's well, that. that's true, but it's but like, he has what another, happened to him? Something else happened, though, yeah, right? But I want to point out, like, really quick before we go on to the next thing. That also could be described, like, and, and explained away by the idea of, like, demonic possession in the house and, like, mm-hmm. demons attacking you. Because something that Father Isaiah said really stuck with me. A demon's going to make you see what it wants you to see. So he may have been asleep the entire time. This was an entire dream state, right? Because Father Isaiah has said that when they've gone into, like, you know, rooms with these people who are, like, you know, possessed, he'll hear them talking, like, in Greek. And the next priest will hear him talking in, like, you know, I don't know, French. And they're having the exact same conversation the exact same time. So you ask yourself, how can you have two different languages going on? Because the demon tells you what you want to see or what you want to hear. Which is why I heard French, or PJ heard French, during that one moment in our house, right? So it's just a really interesting thing that maybe he was having a dream here, like you mentioned, like sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. And it could be a demon attacking, right? Which is why he wakes up because, I don't know, Raggedy Ann dolls. I feel like... I, could it hurt you? I know. Like, physically. <laughs> how does this thing happen? Yeah, but then- it could, could have very easily been something like an incubus. Yeah. Which yeah. is a demon that lays upon you while you sleep. Exactly. Uh, you know, to, but he was just seeing this doll. Exactly. But as Ray said, there's more that happens in the haunting. Yeah, this isn't the worst yes. that happens to poor Lou. Poor Lou. Do you want to take it away, Ray? He gets scratched up, guys. Yes. Like, that. totally scratched up. Thinking that somebody had broken into the apartment, I want to say. Yeah. But it was actually like the doll. What I want, I want to say. It was already inside. It was already (laughs) inside. And the thing is, like, because I remember reading that there were seven scratch marks Mm -hmm. on this, on on Lou, right? But then it was like, like, how did that happen? Like, how did that happen? Like, three vertical and four horizontal. Three vertical. Tic tac toe board. Yeah. She's kind of. To, she wanted to quilt. You know what I'm saying? I guess so. Or I don't know. She's really big into like, you know, she likes squares. Geometric design. Hashtag Annabelle. 
Yeah, it's interesting too because <laughs> like hashtag before it was cool. <laughs> and I wonder what Donna was thinking at the time. Was she like, because Lou had to have mentioned something to Donna, and Do was you Donna coming back? Like, like, what is this? Well, this is, like, well, it's like you know what? Maybe you were onto something. Maybe this wasn't a good idea, I mean, Lou. Very ex- actually, yes. Be- um, from the Warrens like website, so it says um he heard noises coming from uh bedroom. And uh, he waited for the noises to stop, and then he goes into the room. He sees Annabelle on the floor in the corner of the room. Uh, he looked around to see if like there's forced entry into the room because you know because he was hearing ruckus in there and there wasn't anything. But as he got close to the door, he got an impression that someone was behind him. Spinning around, he was quick to realize that nobody else was there. But then that's when he like got scratched and he's bleeding and he doubles over in pain. His shirt stained with blood. And he has seven claw marks. Uh, the the scratches healed almost immediately, half gone the next day, and, and fully then gone much on the two days later. Right? I remember reading that. And then Donna finally was willing to believe the spirit in the house was not that of a young girl. <laughs> well, ta-da! Can I just say, say or literally the kindest girl ever? I was just gonna say. <laughs> just like, so now she's willing to believe that he's actively cheating on her because you know now it's not a young girl. This is like some eighteen-year-old bimbo. Uh, Where did these scratch marks come from? Exactly. So crazy. <laughs> I didn't know you were into dolls. <laughs> Anyway, poor guy. But what's poor interesting poor is, like, after all that, she calls the church and they call the Warrens. I just want to say the seventies were whack because, like, <laughs> why yeah. would you go to the Warrens and not go to the Exorcist priest? So this stuff is happening. Wait, did they call the priest first yeah. and then the Warrens, or yeah, the Warrens so, and no, then the priest? So she contacted the church and the church sent them quickly, referred them to the Warrens. Yeah, but I, I think what that they called them. Like. I was gonna say that was their mistake. They went to the. I mean, sorry, no offense, Episcopalians, but the Catholics are the experts in in exorcism. Let's be real for five yeah. seconds here. Wasn't that, was that when we discussed you and me personally? But in terms of exorcisms, oh no, it was last podcast on the left. So shout out to them for getting Catholicism correctly. Um, murders and like deaths by exorcisms in the Catholic Church is super low. Oh yeah, but in every other religion, super high. You go to the Catholics because we know what we're talking about. Yeah, you're talking 2,000 years of exorcisms here, yeah. basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. Back in the 70s, though, we, that's when, like, Oh, we all the crazy stuff was happening, I know. Catholicism using, was pretty was, bad with... Coke, Coca-Cola to have yeah. a mask. That was the 60s, yeah. Yeah. Cookies so and Coke cool. instead of bread and wine. That's so cool. Well... <laughs> and I feel like the cars were simple enough back then that the entities could actually, you know, like, dig into the cars and, like, screw up with the mechanics. Oh, this is where, from uh, Stephen King, the yeah. the car, not Carrie, the, what's it called? Christine. Christine, yeah, where Christine like comes from. Cujo. I know that one. <laughs> I have dogs. And, yeah. but that's what happened Prom here queens. with Annabelle, right? Like, she messed up a couple of cars. Yeah, that's yeah part of it. Almost like the Robert doll. Yeah, there, she's been tied to cars. Do and, tell. Um, I missed bike this rides. Yeah. So the Warrens, as you know, get involved. Um, they come and they realize this doll is, like, haunted, y'all. And it's demonically possessed. So what I, what I find interesting is, you know, they do say um, in this uh, article that I found from... The real Annabelle is actually a Raggedy Ann doll, and it's terrifying by Ryan Roschke. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Anyway, um, he had said here 
Um, after a local priest put them in touch with Donna, Ed and Lorraine conducted an investigation and quickly decided that the doll was not attached to the spirit of a little girl at all. In fact, in the Warren's expert opinion, a violent demonic entity was using the doll as a conduit. Since demons can't possess inanimate objects, the spirit had hoped to hang around long enough to possess one of the occupants of the apartment. The Warrens decided to exercise the apartment and take Annabelle home with them. And so that's why I had mentioned earlier the idea that um you know demons can't possess objects we we imbue them with that power and so when things are happening we attribute it to the doll but it's really not the doll it's the demon making us see things you know because i find that interesting i don't know again i'm not an exorcist priest and he said you know it wasn't the well it's just the land around the well it's basically a good, an opening because of all the terrible things that bad witches did here mm-hmm. you know um so we were seeing things that the demons wanted us to see and so once we notice so things move things disappear they're not like you know they're not haunting your wedding band they're not which i know you found in your refrigerator they're not <laughs> they're not haunting your dress or you know your your kids toys they're just they want to be seen and so i found that interesting but then they do take the doll with them Um, Because it says, even on the way home, because they end up taking it with them. On the way home, the Warrens claim the entity became hateful and angry. They almost swerved into multiple accidents. Their brakes and power steering failed, and their car completely stalled out. After Ed Warren splashed the doll with holy water, things quieted down. Mm. Oh, boy, that holy water. Drown that bitch. (laughs) Yep. You you stop it. I'll squirt you. <laughs> Let me tell you, like, that's a bit of What's a cure-all like, anymore. Here gets the hose right? again. <laughs> Put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> but, like, imagine they're at home. And, again, if you're bringing home haunted objects, and whatever, like, whether it's the doll itself or a demonic entity around the object, however you want to word it, they bring this doll home. They have a kid at home at this point, I believe, right? But this doll, they would find she would levitate and she would switch rooms. They'd locked her in the office, but she would still like end up in the living room, sitting there hanging out. They hired a Catholic exorcist. Finally, finally, they brought in the expert. Yeah, who verbally and physically assaults the doll. How? It's like a damn doll. Demon, get back! Get they had a ten-round boxing match. I think that this Ryan ar- writer of this article hates Catholics. Anyway, that's amazing. We assaults a doll. <laughs> anyway, I mean, look. If I thought if I thought a Raggedy Ann doll was, you know, being possessed, that get thing, back to Satan. You can do like honestly. Get back to hell. Get down there. Yeah, you could. Um, you would slam that against some walls and floors, and you're not going to actually damage you know the scene the material. in Men in Black where he's shaking the pug. <laughs> <laughs> Frank! (laughs) Oh, boy. But it says here that when that Catholic exorcist had done that, driving home, he got in a serious car accident. So that was interesting, like, Mm. shortly after. And then, Mm -hmm. later, there was a story mentioned um, that came from Lorraine Warren herself, 90 years old. She was talking about, um, she says here, it's not funny to chuckle near the doll because she said uh, decades ago, a youthful visitor banged on Annabelle's enclosure. Because again, after all this, they put her behind a very specialized locked glass door thing. Sealed with prayers and all kinds of stuff. And it says on the front of it, like, you know, absolutely do not open this, right? So, or positively do not open this case, whatever, however words. Um, But she's like, someone knocked on it and they mocked her until Ed kicked him out. 
The offender and his girlfriend rode off on their butt motorcycle. She told us that they were both laughing and joking about the doll when the young man lost control of the bike and crashed head-on into a tree. So, attributed to many car accidents and motorcycle accidents, do not tap on this glass. Do not tap on the glass. And let's just hope that if Annabelle is listening to this episode, that either she's got a sense of humor... Or I want to say if if our podcast is being played in the Warren's yeah. household, we have won anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I now, don't care if Zach Burns is listening, but I care if the Warrens are. Now it's my turn to call bullcrap <clears throat> on all this. Okay, go ahead. Ta-da! Because the Warrens are full of crap. <laughs> they after the people who wrote the Amityville horror came out and said it's not real. The Warrens continued to say it's real. And so everything that they say comes with a grain of salt. And since everything, like, there's the only information you can find about Annabelle is through them. Them. That also needs to be taken into account here. Okay, I have have a a question. for the drama. (laughs) I I do have a question for you. And this is not just for, for you, PJ, but really for all of the listeners. Because similar situation. When we were in Ireland on vacation and we were learning about different things and our bus driver taught us about, um, I forget what they're called, but they are these fairy bushes where, I mean, they're basically like this big weed, sort of like how we have like the Russian olives or whatever, you know, that are just invasive and they're everywhere and they're not good. But the legend says, if you cut one down, this is where the fairies live. And if you cut one down, you will have insomnia for the rest of your life because the fairies will torment you until you oh die because you've cut down their home. The fairies are pieces of crap. They right. really are. <laughs> so true. So true. It, it, yeah, in terms of lore yes. and everything. Yes. Like, so, but here we are in Ireland and I go into a pub. I know you're astonished. So I'm in a pub. <laughs> <laughs> and I strike up a conversation with this local guy. He's a local farmer. And he's like, and I, I was telling him, like, oh, we heard about this today. I blah, wish blah, we blah. had fairies in our folklore oh, and everything. It's so good. Like, it's such a crazy crazy yes, superstition it's so good but i mean but that's so, the sorry thing. continue yeah but they're like it's not though like gates wrote about like the stolen child like i right i but was he american though no but it's interesting yeah mm-hmm. like i wish we had it as american war you know like but instead of like the supernatural not. it's sort of like the ultra natural because it's like nature but you know it's like just mm-hmm. the biome anyway so I'm talking. <laughs> the natural, natural. It is. It's like it's ultra natural because, like, they're they theoretically are so ingrained with the world and with you know before people. Like they're yeah. they're just like a, a, a natural like an element, ancient. ancient element that we are like not as aware of as yeah. maybe we could be. Anyway. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's music. Um, I was just. Oh my god! I made a new song. Home. You want to hear it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Does it's it have Kyle this. talking? <laughs> um. So, but I'm talking to this uh, this farmer in Ireland in this pub, and I and he and I tell him, you know, <laughs> drinking a Guinness. And, <laughs> um, in Ireland, actually, right? I think Ireland. it was a, a Red Breast whiskey, FYI, Ooh. which is a very very good whiskey. Um. But I, I, you know, I was telling him. We learned about these fairy, you know, rings and these fairy trees and all of this. And he said, oh, it's a load of bollocks, you know. Don't believe any of it. And this I asked funny. him point blank. And this is what I would ask you and what I would ask our listeners. And I said to him, I said, well, would you cut one down? 
And he looked at me and he said, I have three on my property and I won't go near them. <laughs> yes. So you imbue it with that yes. power regardless, even if you don't yes. believe it. And that's well, sort of where I'm going thing. with the Topa idea, too. Yeah. Like this whole notion of it's probably just a bush. Just like it would be here. But just in case. case, I don't want to have insomnia for the rest of my life. Maybe when I'm like 87 years old, I'll chop that bugger down. I don't know. With uh, in Kyle's podcast, like, you know, even if you don't believe it, don't mess around with it. Well, that's the one thing. And even Laura, like, I don't know if I can say this on the podcast. I don't think it's anything bad. But like, Laura is just like, you know, the whole... Peter Pan's, like, if you were to say, hypothetically speaking, I'm going <gasps> to purpose with that about fairies, and if you were not to believe in them, right? <laughs> right. You have to clap. Right. <laughs> right. Wait, right. am I supposed to knock on wood? Am I supposed to clap? I'm not entirely <laughs> yeah, sure. No, around you. no, you didn't actually say it, so you're fine. Yes. But I know what you're getting at. Yes, we know, like... But just in case, I don't want to kill anybody, knows. even yeah. a fairy. Well, and I use the I use the metaphor of paint. You know, mm. whether you believe that blue and red are going to make don't make purple, they make purple, right? So if you're going to mix red and pur- blue together, you're going to get purple regardless if you believe it or not. So don't mess with it because you're going to get purple, pur- purple, purple, purple. <laughs> you're going to get purple. Would you like to restate that for the record? No, I wanted to say the way it is purple. <laughs> I'm from Georgia. This is my last coming out of my mouth. So it's a quote the office. <laughs> New Orleans. Sorry, it's no New Orleans, right? New Orleans. New Orleans. Coming out of my mouth. That's what, that's what Andy yeah. says when they're having that. Uh, what uh, They were doing. This is the murder mystery. Murder mystery. That's right, yeah. This has devolved a little no, bit. No, it's We've gotten off track. We back to Amityville. Do. I still want to do an Amityville episode if Shannon will let us. Let's go back to Annabelle Ooh. instead. So Annabelle still exists to this day. Yep. You know, fun fact, um, Tony Spera is the son-in-law now to Ed and Lorraine. So he married their only daughter. Um, he said he has care of the doll. And he shares his experience of working with Ed and Lorraine um, for the New England Society for Psychic Research. Um, but he is in charge of Annabelle. And she does go on trips, but she stays in her locked glass box always. So then you wonder, is Lock it box. real? Because they're taking her on display. Like, they're taking, like, her on trips. It's what like do you want to leave? <laughs> don't you, like, leave it, like, at the bottom of the ocean? Like, I don't understand. Like, the Titanic like needs a new yeah. friend. I or mean, that- yeah. I-, I guess my question is, like, if I am Ed and Lorraine Lor- Warren or their child, and I truly, truly believe that this doll is evil incarnate, it's inhabiting evil incarnate, like, really, do I not pitch it on a bonfire? Like, really? Like, yeah, for the good like, of the world? I was reading through and doing, like... See, the academic box. Wait, but go ahead. The materials that I had access to, I was reading through it, and I was just kind of like, this This reminds me of that, like, one, like, Geico insurance commercial. You remember, oh! like, the folks in the, uh, <laughs> Right? The attic. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, for those viewers or listeners who have not, not seen this, um, the commercial, basically, this guy is... Purchased a house, I assume, with foreclosure. Yeah, the gecko is all there. Like, oh, we get to see all the things that people have left behind. Oh, tiny dancer in a music box. And then there are all these <laughs> creepy mannequins having like this weird, I don't know, tea party or something in the attic. <laughs> and the owner is like, nope. Nope. 
nope, <laughs> nope. And, and he, he backs out. He's like, not doing this. Even like why? I, I sometimes I wonder if like Geico knows like their demographic. Yeah. Or the other one where it's like it's set in like almost like a horror movie, and it's like, let's, <laughs> right it's over like here. The, yes, yes. <laughs> Don't go to the running car. Let's run towards the hide the, behind the, the chainsaws. <laughs> Hi, Geico, you're officially our sponsor now. You should really, like, send some money our way. I don't know how we got onto this topic. <laughs> Point being... The stupid things that, like, you know, like, yes. when clearly there is a practical option... Yeah, there's a good option. Well, there's a good so, option and a bad option. And in these mm-hmm. articles, they obviously believe that there is no possibility of haunting an object. So, if they believe that, then why wouldn't they burn Annabelle? Because there's a demon, but there's lots of demons in the world. Okay. That's why you pray the St. Michael prayer. There now, is. If you, but like for the Dybbuk box, you know, the idea of like, if you were to burn that box, you would unleash that into the world. Yes. So uh, different religions, right? I don't, if they firmly believe that she is just a doll and that there's a demon just like hanging out who wants to be noticed, the doll means nothing. The doll could be there without the doll. Or sorry, the demon could be there without the doll. So burn it so i personally don't know if i believe that annabelle's actually true at this point because it's just their story demons can live in the world without a doll right so get rid of the doll demon will prowl about the world to quote the saint michael prayer right so like pray the saint michael prayer and hopefully we'll take care of it but if you don't believe that it can be possessed, then burn it. So I really don't believe that this doll is real. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, this is one time that I'm going to say, like, I'm going to put a kibosh to it. I do not believe that Annabelle is real. I would like to see some kind of proof. I mean, I wouldn't recommend tapping on the glass just in case. What? Because, you know. <laughs> the idea of coincidence. Too, like, are you priming yourself to believe it? You know? Tulpa. It's the Tulpa mentality. It really is. Ray, would you burn it? Because I, I saw so, like you were going to talk there and then I kept talking. I would have burned it. You would have burned it? Yeah. yeah. Can I? And I would have been like. I would have put bye. it in a room bye. and I would have put on Britney Spears for three months straight. And if that doll's not haunted by the end of it, it's not my fault. Can, can I share with you or a haunted doll? Or that Pina song? Yes! I love dolls. Yes. Okay, go Okay, ahead. go ahead. So, on eBay, you can buy haunted dolls. Of course you can. This is Helen. <gasps> She's beautiful, actually. So, can I see Helen? I, I actually, she kind of looks like Meryl Streep. Wow. She looked good. Helen is $38 with $19 shipping. Of course. Right. So... Please so meet essentially Hel- 60 bucks. Yeah. Please meet Helen. <laughs> but not 666. She is 30 years old. She loves gardening and nature stuff. She said she <laughs> died while taking a walk. She said knife oh, and killed. Knife and killed. Oh, that's not good. She FYI. is very angry and doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> she will cheer up if she sees nature things. Great, she can stay outside. <laughs> she can my fairy garden. She Here's communicates this great hole for you to live in. Yeah, I know. It's so natural. Yeah, it's she worm. communicates best with pendulum, dowsing rods, and spirit box. Wow. That's it. That's Not all. Not on a crayon and papyrus. 
So I'm sorry, but I just, I cannot believe the Annabelle. The seller has 100% feedback, by the way. Of course. Right. Now, I do want to say, we mentioned earlier, the Raggedy Ann doll was not used On what? Seances? Because <laughs> that wasn't, like, creepy. Obviously, Raggedy Ann doll looks too innocent, and it's not humanoid right. enough. So they, the doll they had made for the movie has that porcelain doll design. It has those creepy eyes. They're so, like, certain nothing. She's aged. She has the red marks, and she's very pale. So it's supposed to kind of add that creep factor. And that smile is just a little bit too big. They purposely created this humanoid figure that was just a little off. James Wan, the creator, he's like, we knew we had something when actors wouldn't be in the same room with it. They would like walk around <laughs> uh, it. We did it, guys. The way to do it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, the one thing I'll add is there's a book. Now, granted, it's a fictional book far as i know uh by clive barker it's a horror novel and it's called mr be gone and it's that same sort of idea that they were talking about the divot box where you know the opening line to the book is burn this book you know and yes that's literally the the first line in the book and it's um it's it's the story of this demon and it's basically his memoir his autobiography Mm -hmm. and you know but like you know, he's, you know, ultimately trying to, you know, have more power and have all these other things. And it's a, it's that same sort of idea that by doing this thing, you will assist it in some way. To add on to PJ's comment, too, like the create the director, um, David F. Sandberg, actually wanted to tone down Annabelle because she was just too gaunt looking. Oh. So he actually, because um, he's like, well, no one's going to believe this is a kid's toy if she looks this creepy. So they actually rendered her cheeks out on purpose. They say they for one of the sequels, her. yeah, <clears throat> yeah, because it was just like it was not believable that she'd be a kid's toy, and they fixed her overbite a little bit. Her overbite was just yeah, that was for the third yeah, Annabelle for, movie, for one of them, second yeah. movie. So they ended up like oh, a creation, creation, animal yeah. creation. So they fixed that because they realized it just wasn't like you can have the creep factor, that uncanny factor, but you have to have the believability too, right? That's like so who's true. gonna buy us for this kid? No one's gonna buy for my kid. No one happened. Now I've got the My Buddy theme and song in my head still. There you go. <laughs> my Buddy, My Buddy. Wherever you go, I go. <laughs> See, I, I got, I, I just have the first line from House of Leaves stuck in my head. Because you talk about the opening mm-hmm. lines of books. And the opening line for that is, this is not for you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Such a good opening See, line for a horror book. I have, come come away, dear child. Yep. The world's far full more full for How's it go? The world's far full more weeping than you could understand. Just watch the Torchwood episode. Yeah, just watch Torchwood. Mm. <laughs> Go get it. Far, far more weeping than you could understand. Sure. Sure. That but sounds yeah, right. <laughs> I gotta tell you, Torchwood did a good job with that, though. Yes. Oh, man, they got that poem locked down. They got it correct. I was like, oh, it's gonna be, oh, I know this poem. I got super excited. As an English major, I was like, oh. Fairy ring. One of the best things to come out of BBC. Agreed. I love Torchwood. True. True. So, uh, around the circle, I mentioned that I don't believe Annabelle is real. Laura, what is your take on this? Time to pass judgment. Time to pass the judgment. Passing judgment. I... I think yes. But I think there were a bunch of idiots involved who did not (laughs) treat it as though she were real. And then... And then I think that probably whatever it is, I don't think there's anything in there now. Okay. I think that it, I I think that there was probably something there and it had enough publicity 
It's not trapped on. behind glass, is my opinion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, that's my opinion. Because if you can't hunt an object, how are you? Well, why would you right. hide behind glass? Right. I mean, if you can jump into an object oh, no, in the first I can't place, get through this glass. Yeah, what? you can jump out. Like if you can transmute yourself from literal hell to I'm give you a my doll. Papyrus. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it could I just be like, um, oh damn, it's time for me to leave, and yeah. then it did. That's my opinion. Go ahead, right? I don't think it's really haunted. I don't think animals really. Do you think it was ever it. haunted or no? I don't know. I don't think so. I think you think Donna and Lou are big fat liars. I think Donna's an idiot. Frankly. <laughs> <laughs> and Lou is just sad. And Lou, poor Lou. Yeah. If they are real, and Lou people. has just poor self esteem. Oh, oh, poor Lou. I should feel worse about Lou. <laughs> I thought they should have exercised the apartment. Now Lou's probably going to haunt me. Yeah, Lou's watching you. I'm going to get scratches like this. Hashtag. I know. Tic-tac-toe. I agree. It wasn't the doll. I believe, like, the place was. Again, like, mm. our basement, for example. Like, totally happy and healthy now. Uh, they should have exercised that apartment. Yep. I think, like, Amityville, there were bits of truth to it that were then severely uh, exaggerated. Mm-hmm. So, because, like... I still think we should do an Amityville episode because, like, it's truly horrifying. The real stuff that happened yeah, there, yeah. And then, and then the Warrens and everyone got a hold of it and blew it out of proportion, commercialized but, it, <clears throat> yeah, make some money. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if this is the same kind of idea, you know. But as the story goes right now, I don't believe it. Hmm. Well, and you know, if they did bring something home again. Going back to the Kyle episode, and with you guys too, the idea like if you're walking in mud, you're gonna bring mud home, right? So if they did go to this apartment and they said, "Oh, it's the doll," no, it's a demon, and now it sees you as a target because they try to find a target, right? And so when I moved to this house, the the priest said that I was a target because not that um, I understand Catholicism more than PJ. But, like, he said that um, it, 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 I'm more firm in my faith. Like, I'm not going to be blown down in terms of faith by, like, us not having money or something. I'm just, I'm very firm in my, in my foundation of my faith. And so it may have been like, oh, the warrants, you're religious? Well, let me come home with you and I'm going to schlep along in your back seat. And so the holy water obviously worked to wear them off a little bit. So I don't think it was the doll. I think they just, they got that mud on their shoes and brought it home with them, you know? Because mm-hmm. you can't lock a demon behind glass. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm a no. You're a yes. You're a, a no. no. You're a location. No. I, I'm a mostly location. no. I'm a location. Okay. All right. Well, then we have debunked Annabelle. We did it, guys. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Look at us go. It's us. All right. Well, thank you for being here. Always a pleasure. Thank you for having us. Yes, you're wonderful. All right. Well, I think that's it for this evening. So thank you so much for listening to Wellhouse Exorcism. Please feel free to listen to our other two podcasts, Games Overboard, which is number 17 in Finland. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) And Danger Top 20 international. (laughs) In a certain sect of international. I mean, it counts. Yeah. (laughs) One country internationally. Um, please feel free to hop on our website, gamesoverboard.com. You can email us at gamesoboard at gmail.com or hit the contact button on our website. You can also like us and share us on Facebook and send us messages that way. Yes, and uh, please leave a review and tell your friends. It helps us greatly. Um, reviews get us higher up on that discoverable page. Yep. 
and uh, you know, word of mouth is just always a good way to get send us your to stories. Us we can put you on here. We can make you maybe the new shower thoughts, <laughs> like Kyle. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to have you on if you have any stories for yourself. Yeah, we'd love to have that. So thank you so much for listening, and thanks for being here, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.